How you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Chav, Daf 20, of Mesechta Bavakama. Friends? Yo, friends. Um, yeah, friends, so, uh, okay, well, uh, the, um, Mishnah starts off with like some, the Gemara today starts off with kind of like some bavakama kind of things, um, like Shane and stuff. And then we get, Lemay said, to a very, 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 very interesting discussion. A discussion of a concept called Zenene Vezelu Chaser. Very, very interesting. Has anybody heard of Zenene Vezelu Chaser? It means if uh, Ruvain gets benefit and it doesn't technically um, cost, have any downside to Shimon. So then, does, does Ruvain need to pay Shimon? Well, we're going to get to the discussion. Sorry, I, I guess technically I'm stalling a little bit while I roll up my sleeves. Um, but it's a, it's an interesting, uh, discussion that we will get to, um, after I finish rolling up my sleeves and after we get through the first part of the daf. All right, friends, let us, um, begin. All right. Uh, we're going to start in daf Chof Amud Alif, about five lines into the page. Two, four, five lines into the page. Amr Ilfa says, Ilfa Behema Birshus Arabim. Okay, if you have an animal in Rosh uh, Hashanah, fine. Ufashed at Savare, and it outstretched its um, uh, neck. And ate from uh, its friend, right? Yeah, Reuven the cow, Reuven the ox, and Shimon the ox, and they're both walking in the public domain. Shukmach Yuda. Shimon the ox reaches over and starts eating stuff that's on, that's, uh, that Shimon on the ox starts uh, eating stuff from Reuven the ox's back. Uh, Shim and the ox. Come on, it's not very nice. Chayevus. So, oh wait, no, no, wait, wait, no. What am I talking about? Oh yes, I, no, no, no. What, what am I talking about when I said what am I talking about? Ha Right. That meaning, even though it, even though uh, Reuben the ox and Shimon and the ox are, are walking in Sarabim, but nonetheless, because Shimon the ox is outstretching its neck and eating it. Not off of the floor of Rishus Rabbim, but off the back of, uh, of Reuven the Ox. I don't even remember who Reuven the Ox and Shimon the Ox are anymore, but I hope you get the point. Um, it's like its own little Rishus Rabbim kind of thing. Like Reuven the Ox becomes like its own, right, uh, the, uh, Rishus of uh, his owner, Reuven, I imagine. Reuven the Ox belongs to Reuven. And, uh, okay, so Shimon's, Shimon the Ox's owner, Shimon, is going to be a chayv to pay Reuven the Ox's owner, Reuven, for what Shimon's ox Shimon ate. <laughs> My time up. Um, how come? Because, um, okay, because we consider uh, Shimon the, the stuff on Shimon the ox to be considered like Shimon's domain. Uh, well, I messed that up. We consider the stuff on Reuven the ox's back to be part of Reuven's domain, and therefore Shimon the ox's owner Shimon needs to pay Reuven the ox's owner Ruven. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say that this uh, supports this uh, notion. If a fellow was walking in uh, in the Rosh Hashanah and he had a a a, a uh, he had a um, uh, basket or something swung behind his back, and then um, an ox comes and and and, and eats from the basket. So the ox's owner is going to be chayev to pay back the um, fellow whose basket was eaten out of from his back. Um, so, so, no. so we see, so we want to say that that's a support for this initial notion that um, if an ox outstretches its neck and or in any animal, animal I guess, uh, eats something from whether we want to say the back of an animal or the basket that's swung behind somebody's back, it's going to be chayv. But says the Gemara, no, it's not a good proof from that b'risa because that b'risa is not actually talking about, uh, meaning the b'risa of the guy with the basket behind the back, is not actually talking about when the animal outstretched its neck. Rather, Kedomar Rav, it's like Rav says, Biku, Biko Fetzes. Okay? It's talking about the animal was jumping. So Rav talks about a situation that we're going to see in a second where the animal is jumping. So we're also going to say it's talking about he's jumping, not just like Outstretching the neck. Where's Rava talking about when the animal is jumping? So now, which which Rabbi Shai says, 
if you have a behemoth uh, and if it eats while it's walking, pitura, so then it's pitura, right? Shein and mishusa, it's normal. So shein and mishusa rabim, and shein mishusa rabim is potter. Amda ve'achla chayves, but if it stopped and it ate, then 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 the owner is chayv. Ma'ishna halcha, what's the difference when it's walking to orchei who? Because that is, um, it's normal for the animal to eat while it's walking. Apparently, amda nami orchei who, but even if it stands, shouldn't that also be orchei? What's the difference? Rav says, well, it's talking about where it jumps up on its hind legs and eats it, and um, that is why um, you'd be chayv, um, uh, I think. I don't even remember what's what anymore. Um, uh, I don't even know what's what anymore. I should probably read that again. Right, if it, if it eats while it's walking, it's petura, because we're saying that that's normal. Right, if it stops, then you're saying chayv. We said, So we said, but why should you be chayv when it stops? Isn't that also normal? So I'm rav bekofetz as well. So talking about where it kind of like jumps on its like hind legs, and therefore it's abnormal, and that's why you'd be chayv chatzinezek. Okie dokie. By Rebzer, Rebzer, Asakashim, Skaglamau. This stuff is like really technical. Do 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 do. I feel like there's been like a bunch of like really technical stuff that have been like. Just trying to get through because it's like very technical. Um, all right, this is one of them. So, boy, Rebzera, Rebzera asks, Ms. Galgal, Mao, what, okay, uh, okay, what What if something goes rolling? Hey, what are we talking about? Kigon, well, if you have, I don't know, straw in somebody's private domain, and the animal is standing in Rishusarabim. Okay, so you have the animal standing in Rosh Hashanah, and uh, and um, and it is it's like pulling out the straw from the Rosh Hashanah into the Rosh Now, now remember, an animal that eats <laughs> in Rosh Hashanah, so then it's chayev for shein, but uh, in Rosh Hashanah he's potter from shein. So if the animal is standing in Rosh Hashanah, I don't know. What I, I keep on. I must be exa- I don't know. I keep on forgetting what I'm saying, and I don't know if I'm saying the right things. I don't know. I, I guess maybe I'm like tired, but it's not that late. It's it's like four in the afternoon, five in the afternoon. I, I don't know. I keep on forgetting what I'm saying. But the animals in Rishus Arabim, and maybe because it's also just super technical. So, but anyways, the animals in Rishus Arabim, and the straw is in Rishus Ayachid. The animal standing in Rishus Arabim, yeah, it feels like Masech the Shabbos, right? And then he pulls out the stuff from Rishus Ayachid into Rishus Arabim. So we want to know what the halacha is, right? So of course, right. So I think I was saying a second ago that if an animal eats in rishus arabim, he is potter. But if the animal eats in rishus ayachid, then he's chayev because uvir b'stei acher. So maybe let's read that again. Um, so by Rabzer, Rabzer asks, miskalgal mau hechidami. So what exactly is this miskalgal? What are we asking about? Kigon, for example, the kaima omer rishus ayachid that there is um, straw in rishus ayachid. Right, and the animal standing in Rishus Arabim and pulling out the straw from the Rishus Ayachid into the Rishus Arabim and then eating it. So the Shaila is, is he going to be Chayib because he's in Rishus No, is he going to be Potter because he's in Rishus Arabim or is he going to be Chayib because it comes from Rishus Ayachid? Tashma, coming here to Tani Rabchia, that Rabchia taught, Masui, well, if you have a Masui, if you have a, uh, some kind of a, a load, it's partially inside and partially outside. Well, well, if it eats it inside, then chayeves, and then outside petura. My love miskagavasim. We want to say means miskagavasim, meaning if it is like pulling the stuff from the inside to the outside, then petura. Um, okay, low, no, ima achla. No, let's say that whatever it eats inside would be potter, whatever it eats outside would be no, fakert. Whatever it eats inside would be chayev, whatever it eats outside would be potter, but nothing to do with dragging. If I say alternatively, alternatively, is talking about like some like long stalks of stuff that like. You know, even if you, um, right, right, so if the animal standing in Rosh Hashanah, rob him, 
and starts eating it and starts munching and starts pulling, you know, it's all connected. It's like a long stalk. So it just kind of starts getting closer to him into Rosh Hashanah. So in that case, he's going to be uh, uh, potter. But if he was, and if it's fakert, if he's standing Rosh Hashanah yachid and he starts munching on this like long stalk of the thing and starts getting pulled into Rosh Hashanah yachid, so it's all going to be considered like Rosh Hashanah yachid is going to be high. But in a situation where there's like stuff that you're like, you know, it's not like one long thing, but like kind of smaller things and he's kind of pulling them. So like, uh, so like, Part of it, you know, they're like individual pieces inside, individual pieces outside. Then he has to pull them towards him in order into with the domain that he's in in order to eat them. That's a different story. Let's go weiter. Okay, so that was super technical stuff until then. It's kind of like exhausted me, mini exhaustion. But now we're actually starting to get to some interesting sugyas. Now we're starting to get some interesting stuff. That that stuff was super technical and not for me. But 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 now 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 we're getting into some sukkis. Now we're getting into some sukkis. I got it. I think I'm just tired. Uh, the stickle exhausted everything. All right. So much going on in the world right now, right? This could be a little exhausting. Okay. So now, achlok um, v'chule. So so okay. So we had said in the Mishnah that. You know, a, an animal that eats stuff that it normally eats, so then you'll be chayv nezek shalim. If it eats like ksus vekelim, uh, clothing, vessels, so it doesn't normally eat that stuff, so therefore it's mishuna and it's going to be a chatzin nezek. Now we said that all of this that we said, you know, chayv for eating stuff that it normally eats, stuff that it doesn't normally eat, that's in rishus nizak. But if it's in rishus ayachad, but if it's in rishus aravim, so then potter. So um, the shaila is. Is it only talking about, you know, peris virakas, things that it normally eats? Um, so we're saying kushain, or it says beer v'stei acher. So shain, you only chayv b'shusayochet. Your potter b'shusarabim. But what about if, and if an animal eats a shirt, right? Vessels, right? Clothing, vessels. So this is things that it doesn't normally eat. So therefore, what, 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 how does that play out in Rishus Arabim? Are we saying that it's Potter also for that in Rishus Arabim? Or are we saying that no, because it's abnormal, so then it's basically like Mishuna Karen, right? It's like Chatzinezik of, of, of Karen. So maybe it should be Chayev. So, hey, so when the Mishnah says that in Rishus Arabim, Potter, what's it referring to? Is it referring to only the, 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 th- the things that it normally eats? Or is it referring even to Potter by, Exus uh, Vikalim? So, hey, Omer Rav Akulu. Rav says that it's referring to all of the things that Mishus Rabin, he's going to be potter for things that it normally eats and for things that it doesn't normally eat. It's going to be potter. So my time, how come? How come potter? Because because it's a double shinoi. It's a double awkward. Meaning, people don't normally just like leave garments lying around in the public domain. You're not just going to have Garments, so that that in and of itself is strange, and then it's also strange for the animal to eat a garment or a vessel. So because there's like kind of two strange things going on here, like why was it there in the first place, and why was this animal eating it? So that is why Rav says even Rishon Potter. Shmuel says Loshanu Ella Peres Virakis. No, only Peres Virakis is Potter in Rishon Arabim. Because Uvir Bistei Achero, not Rishon Arabim. Havoksus Vikelim. When it comes to uh, clothing or vessels, chayevus, you'd be chayevus in in Rishus Harabim because it's Mishuna Karen, right? It's it, it, it's 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 Karen, it's it's Chatzinezek in Rishus Harabim. V'chein Omar Rishlakish and um, similarly says Rishlakish Akulu. Rishlakish says like Rab that for all of the things you'd be potter in Rishus Harabim, that for all of the things. You'd be potter in Rishus Arabim because it's a double weird thing. The other Rishlakish, the time in Rishlakish is consistent with this reasoning. Dharma Rishlakish, the Rishlakish says, Shtei paris Rishus Arabim. That if you have two cows in Rishus Arabim, Achas Revutso, one of them is squatting, Vachas Maleches, and one of them is walking. Now, to squat, for an animal to squat in Rishus Arabim is not normal. For an animal to walk in Rishus Arabim is normal. But on Maleches Birvutso, and then the, the, um, the, um, the, Animal, so it's called Reuven the ox and Shimon the ox. So Reuven the ox is is just uh, squatting, just 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 um, um, squatting peacefully, uh, not bothering anybody. And Shimon the ox walks by and kicks him. So 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 then so then Reuven the ox says, "Ouch." 
Why'd you do that? And Shimon says, Mmm. <laughs> Petura. Um, so, 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 so Shimon the Ox's uh, owner, Shimon, is um, Potter because it's a double uh, abnormal thing, right? Like, why is Reuven just squatting there and why is Shimon kicking him? So, but Revutza b'maleches, chayeves. But if the squatting one, not only is it squatting, it's also kicking. It's a good thing it has four legs, I guess. <laughs> so then, so then, so then chayeves, because like, okay, you just have one weird squatting, kicking <laughs> cow, but, um, but uh, Shimon the cow is not doing anything wrong. So, so therefore, uh, Reuven, the cow's owner, Reuven, will be chayeves. Um, so, so we see that, that Rishlakish kind of like, you know, buys into this like double weirdo thing, being potter. Rabbi Yochanan Amar says, Rabbi Yochanan, Loshanu Ela Peres Virakis. Rabbi Yochanan says that only Peres Virakis would be potter in Rishus HaRabim, Avo Ksus Vekelem Chayeves, but Ksus Vekelem would be, would, would, would be Chayev because, um, it's like Mishuna Karen. So let's say that just like Rabbi Yochanan says that you'd be high for the Ksus Vikelim and Shusa Rabbim, so he would also disagree with Rishlakish when it comes to um, the cows and say that um, if Reuven the cow is squatting there and <clears throat> Shimon the cow kicks him, so let's say that Rabbi Yochanan would say that he would be. Chayev there because it doesn't hold of like the double weirdo thing. Um, no, no, no. Really, Rabbi Yochanan, when it comes to to, to Reuven the, the, the Reuven the ox and Shimon the ox, he agrees with Rishlakish that if Reuven the ox is squatting and Shimon the ox kicks him, um, then Shimon Shimon, whose ox Shimon the ox did the kicking, would be Potter. Ksus of the inche demanche. Because when it comes to clothing, people, uh, you know, put down, you know, somebody's taking, uh, sitting, you know, he's taking a rest in the Rosh Hashanah and he puts down his garment, like, okay, it might be there and, and it can get, um, uh, you know, damaged, but, uh, eaten, I guess. But, but, but this but situation with the Reuben, the, the ox, and Shimon, the ox, that's just super weird. And therefore, um, Shimon would be putter when his ox kicks Reuven the ox who's just squatting there and minding his own business. Okay, so this is super interesting. So if I understand correctly, basically what we're saying is, okay, so if, if um, you know, Reuven goes into Shimon's chotzer with his ox, with Reuven's ox, and he eats Shimon's fruits, so in that case, Reuven is chayv to pay for the damages because uvier um, Reuven's ox ate Shimon's fruits in Shimon's house. So Reuven is chayv. Now we said that if this happens in Rosh Hashanah, however, so then he's potter. Reuven is potter because it says uvier not in Rosh Hashanah. So now, um, oh, so the interesting thing is is he completely potter for sin Rosh Hashanah? You know, if Reuven was in, if Shimon was in Rosh Hashanah and Reuven's cow eats his stuff in Rosh Hashanah, so Reuven's completely off the hook? So interestingly, so, right, so, the, so the Mishnah had said, Mishalem is mashinenis. If I understand correctly, what it means is that meaning in Rosh Hashanah, Reuven is not completely off the hook when his cow eats Shimon's stuff, but he doesn't pay for the damages, he pays for the, for the, for the Hanoah. Pays for the benefit. And, 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 and let's read the Gemara for a second. V'chama, tell me more about this Hanoah. What does it mean you pay for the Hanoah? So Rabbah Amr Dmei Amir, Rav Amr Dmei Sorim. So Rabbah says, the value of straw and Rabbah, so Rabbah says the value of straw, Rabbah says the value of Sorim Bezol, cheap barley. So meaning, if Ruvain's cow ate Shimon's barley, now Ruvain's cow normally eats straw. So, so, so we're saying, 
Reuven's cow ate Shimon's barley. Reuven does not need to pay back Shimon for the barley that he ate. That would be the damages, right? Meaning if, 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 if I don't know, Reuven's ox ate $100 worth of Shimon's barley. So the damages are $100. But we're saying Reuven doesn't have to pay Shimon $100. Rather, we see some machlokas, Rabbah and Rava. Rabbah says that Reuven could say to Shimon, look, my, my ox doesn't normally eat barley. My ox normally eats straw. This is how much straw costs. I'll pay you. Like, what, what was the benefit? The benefit was that Reuven's ox just ate. And therefore, the ox is fed. So now Reuven says, look, I know that my ox ate barley, but, you know, the, usually I just feed straw. So I'll pay you for how much I would normally feed him straw. Um, that's Rabba's opinion. Rava says, no, he has to, he has to, Reuven has to pay Shimon for the barley, but not necessarily barley at the current going rate you know you can pay the barley at the cheapest you know maybe sometimes barley is more expensive sometimes less expensive so he pays the he pays the cheap amount for barley not the expensive about amount for barley so so how much is so i'm reading again how much is the value of the benefit so rabbi Omer says rabbi demay omir that it's the um rabbi says he just pays uh you know how much straw would have cost he doesn't have to pay for barley Rav Amr says, Rav Adme Sorim Bezol. No, Rav says he does have to pay for barley, but doesn't have to go by the current going rate, which might be more expensive. He can go by the cheaper, you know, whatever the whatever the cheapest value of barley goes for. Tani Kavosi the Rabba, Tani Kavosi the Rabba. And we have prices supporting both Rabba and Rabba, respectively. Tanya Kavosi the Rabba. Here's the prices supporting Rabba that, um, right, that he pays uh, the value of straw, not barley. There you go. Says Reb Shimon ben Yochai in a brisa that um, Reuven just needs to pay the value of straw, not the value of barley. Tanya Kavosi the Rava. We have brisa like Rava. Okay, if Reuven's uh, cow or ox or whatever it is gets uh, benefits, so Reuven pays for the benefit. Kaitzad, tell me more. How do you pay for the benefit? So Achla Kavu Kabayim Fiat One Kav or Two Kavs Ain Olim Tshalim Demein. We don't say, look, you have to pay the actual value of what you ate, of, of what the ox ate that day. No, El Omdin, we, we, we evaluate. How much, right, uh, um, you know, how much would a person be willing to pay for something that, um, you know, he doesn't normally feed his ox, but, 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 but can be fed for the ox. Um, so meaning, um, so normally Reuven's ox doesn't eat barley, it normally eats straw, but he would nonetheless still pay kind of the cheapest value of barley. But if the if Reuven's anim, uh, uh, ox eats wheat or something that would be bad for it, well then that's something that right, that it wouldn't be fed um, and therefore it would be potter. Okay, Givaldik. So now we get to this Givaldik Sugya of Zenene Vizelochos. Here we go. So Now, Roman Baichom was Rav Chizda's son-in-law. I don't know if he was son-in-law at this time, this moment in time, but but um, Roman Baichom was Rav Chizda's son-in-law. So it says, it says Rav Chizda to Roman Baichom, You weren't around last night. That we were asked the most gewaldig akasha. So Roman Baichom says, Nuzokt. What, what, what was this Givaldig uh, discussion? So Amalei, so it says of Chizda, listen, listen to this. Hadar b'chotzer chaveru shalomi daito. Sarech lahalos lo sochor in sarech period. You hear the kasha? If Reuven is living in Shimon's chotzer, on Shimon's property, Shimon doesn't know about this. Unbeknownst to Shimon, Reuven's living in his property. So does Reuven have to pay Shimon or not? Hey, Chidami. So what I know, I need more context over here. If it, if we're talking about a situation where, look, Shimon wasn't planning out, wasn't planning to rent out his Chatzar anyway. So it's not like he was like, you know, looking to make money and now he's not making money because Reuven's taken over his property. That's not the case. He wasn't looking to... Uh, rent out his property. The Gavit Lo Ovid Lemeger, and 
Reuven actually has his own house, so he doesn't need, it's not like he's like looking for a place. I don't know, maybe Reuven's, maybe Reuven is Shimon's next door neighbor. Okay? So Reuven has his own house. He's got a place to sleep. He's got a place to stay. His next door neighbor, Shimon, has got some kind of courtyard or something. Shimon's not doing anything with the courtyard. Reuven's like, I don't know, I just want to sleep in Shimon's courtyard. So he does it. So in that case, Zed lo nenev, Zed lo chaser. In that case, I don't know what's there to pay for. Reuven's not technically getting any benefit. It's not like he's looking for a, a, a place to rent. I mean, he's got his own place. Now, Shimon isn't losing out any money here. It's not like he was looking to rent out the place. So it's not like Reuven's preventing him from being able to like rent it out and make money. So Zelo Nenev, Zelo Chaser. Reuven's not technically getting any net benefit. Shimon, you know, isn't losing anything. So therefore, what's the problem? So Ela B'chaser Dekaima Le'agra Okay, what if it's talking about a situation where Shimon is looking out, is looking to rent out his property? And, right, so Shimon is looking to rent out his property, and Reuven is looking to rent property. Reuven doesn't own, doesn't have any property, um, doesn't have anywhere to live. Reuven is looking to rent out property, uh, to, 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 to rent a property, right? So Shimon is looking to rent out his property. Reuven is looking for a property to rent. He needs a place to live. And instead, he just kind of like plops him down in Shimon's, in, in Shimon's property. Well, then, Zenenev is a chaser. Well, then, of course, Ruven needs to pay Shimon because Ruven is getting benefit. He needs a place to stay. And Shimon is losing out because he's looking to rent out his property and he can't do it if Ruven is there. So, of course, Ruven needs to pay Shimon for staying there. But what? If it's a combination, a concoction, like my grand, my grandfather used to like to make concoctions. So what if we have a concoction? So we have um, 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 Shimon. It, uh, Shimon is not looking to rent out his property. Shimon is not looking to rent out his property. Ruvain is in is searching for. Uh, he's, he needs he needs a, a place to rent. So in this case, it's Zen Nen of Zelochos, right? Reuven is getting benefit by plopping himself down in Shimon's property because he needs a place to stay. And now he's, he's getting value. He's staying in Shimon's property. Technically speaking, Shimon's not losing anything, right? He, what, he, it's not like he was looking to Airbnb his property and now he can't because Reuven's there. I mean, Shimon's property was just sitting there. We're going to see in the Gemara a little bit later on that like, you know, the assumption right now is that there are no... There's, there's no costs. It's not costing Shimon anything, or Ruben's not causing any damage. Whatever it might be, like it was talking about a situation where Shimon really wasn't looking to make money, and he's not losing anything. Ruben's getting benefit. Doesn't cost Shimon anything. So, so, so again, so two lines at the bottom of the page. Shimon wasn't looking to Airbnb his place. Ruben is looking for a place. And he plops him down and himself down in Shimon's Airbnb. So my, does Reuven have to pay Shimon? Can Reuven say to Shimon, look, well, I didn't, well, I, you, I, I didn't cause you to lose anything at all. You weren't looking to Airbnb your place. I'm not costing you anything. You know, why can't I just stay here for free? Or can Shimon say to Reuven, but still, you're getting benefit from my property. You know, pay me for that benefit. That's the Shiloh. So what's the halacha when it comes to Zenen of Zelo Chaser? Does Reuven have to pay Shimon? At least for the benefit. So Amr Leh Masnisini. So Amr Leh says, oh, it's Taka Mishnah. Amr Leh Masnisin. So if Chiz says, which Mishnah? So Rambar Choma says, Do epis for me. Which is interesting. If Rambar Choma was Rav Chiz's son-in-law, what do we say? I need you to do something for me and I'll tell you. I don't know. Anyways, Shakal Sudre Karachle. Okay, so Rav Chiz took some kind of garment of Rambar Choma's and folded up for him. Okay, fine. So now Rambar Choma is like, all right, fine, now I'll tell you. Well, our Mishnah says that if an ox or an animal eats Epis and Rishus Arabim, he doesn't have to pay for the damages, but he has to pay for the for for for, for the Hanoya. 
So we want to assume there's a situation of Zainan of Zeluchaser. The Gemara is going to explain in a second that um, you know the owner of the animal is getting benefit, but uh, nobody's losing out over here when the animal eats the fruits. And nonetheless, we're saying Zainan of Zeluchaser, and we're saying Mishalem is Mashanenis. You have to pay, you, yeah, you have to pay for the benefit. On my Rav, Rav, who was also a son-in-law of Rav Chizda, I think Rav, I think, married Rav Chizda's daughter. Where does this come up? Maybe it came up in Brachis a little bit. Maybe it comes up above Mitzir or something. I don't know. Maybe it comes up here. I don't know. Anyways, I think that Rav at, at one point was, was, was Rav Chizda's son-in-law as well, I believe. But anyways, Rav says to Rav Bar Chama, he says, Wow, how amazing it must be to be, right? That a person, you know, uh, doesn't get sick, never gets a little bit unwell. Gaba Demari somebody who God is looking out for him. You know, uh, Rav is uh, being a shtigo sarcastic. He's saying, wow, Rav Chizda, uh, wow, Rav you know, if only we all enjoyed such luxuries like you enjoy that, you know, Hashem is looking out for you. Even though the scenario of Zenenev Zelochaser by Ruvain, uh, you know, staying in Shimon's Airbnb, even though that is in, in, in no way similar to our Mishnah, Kibla Mine, somehow Rav Chizda accepted your suggestion and, and didn't ask any kashas. Rav was like, wow, if only, if only, if only life was so easy. Because the fact of the matter is, These two cases are not analogous. The case in our Mishnah of Ruvain's animal eating stuff in Rushusa Rabim, that's Zenenevizechaser. Ruvain's getting benefit, his animal's eating, and whoever owns the fruits is losing out. And we're saying in that case, Ruvain has to pay the owner of the fruit the benefit that his cow received, that the animal received. So that's Zen Nenev Zechoser. But the case that Rav Chizda was, is talking about is Zen Nenev Zechoser. Shimon wasn't looking to Airbnb his place. So Reuven's getting benefit, Shimon's not losing anything. Now why did Rav Barachama assume that our Mishnah was Zen Nenev Zechoser? Because Tamperez Bishisarab Mafkure Mafkalu. Because uh, fruit with Stam Paris and Rishus Arabim, uh, you can assume it's Hefker and therefore it's Zenen of Zelochaser. If they're Hefker, they're ownerless. So Ruven is um, getting benefit and Shimon. I mean, interesting that I guess he would have to pay Shimon for the Anoy. If we're saying they're Hefker, then who does he pay? But okay, whatever it is. Remember, Chomet says the situation of Zenen of Zelochaser. Fine. It's not. We learn in the Mishnah. Makif chaveru mishalosh ruchosav. Vegider es harishonu v'sashniya v'sashlishis. Imachavin also arvis machavin also shmamina zenenem zeluchaser chayv. Chayvit, did you get that? Probably not. Um, it's shtikol erivini. Um, it's not hard, really. Um, Rashi in the Gemara. If you have the Gemara open, Rashi has a little diagram there. The diagram is actually not bad. I think it's helpful, actually. But be'etzem. You have, Shimon's got a field. Okay, Gavaldi's got a field. Shimon's field is surrounded on three sides by Ruvain's fields. Ruvain's got a field to the east, got a field to the north, got a field to the west. The only place where Ruvain does not have a field is to the south. Shimon's field is surrounded by Ruvain's field on three sides. Now, Ruvain builds a fence separating his fields and Shimon's field. So Ruvain builds a fence on the east side of Shimon's field, on the north side of Shimon's field, on the west side of Shimon's field to distinguish between Ruvain, that there's a separation, a marker between Shimon's field and Ruvain's field. So again, so, so let's read it inside. If Ruvain, his fields surround Shimon's field in three directions, I'll say east, North and, and West. And Ruvain put up a fence to demarcate the separation between his fields and Shimon's field, which means that Shimon's field is now 
surrounded on three sides by a fence, which is which is nice. But at the same time, Shimon's field is not entirely enclosed, so ultimately it's not beneficial, right? Meaning, if Ruvain put up a fence on all four sides of Shimon's field, okay, great, his field is not protected. But so long as like one of the sides is wide open, so what benefit does Shimon get from having fences on three sides? The fence is not going to be useful unless it's fenced in on four sides. So Ein Mechaivin also, we do not require Shimon to pay Ruvain for any of the expenses of the fence because ultimately the fence doesn't really benefit Shimon because it's still wide open on the fourth side. But implying Harivis Mechaivin also. That um, if if um, Ruvain, however, had fields on all four sides of Shimon's field, which means that Shimon's field was entirely surrounded by Ruvain's fields, and then Ruvain built a fence separating his fields from Ruvain built a fence separating his fields from Shimon's fields, which means that now Shimon's fields Shimon's field is entirely surrounded is entirely fenced in. Which is beneficial to Shimon. So Shimon is now getting benefit from the fact that his field is protected. So this is a situation of Zenene Vizelochaser. Right? Zenene. Shimon is getting benefit. His his field is now encompassed, right, enclosed by a fence, which is beneficial. So Shimon is getting benefit. Vizelochaser. Ruvin didn't lose anything. He, he was he was making the he was making the fence anyways. And we're saying that Shimon is chayv, right? We said that if Ruvain's field surrounds Shimon's field on three sides, Shimon doesn't need to pay anything because ultimately the fence is not helpful if it's wide open on one side. But if Ruvain's field surrounds Shimon's field on all four sides, then Shimon would have to contribute his part, right? 50%. And that's the situation of Zen Nana. Shimon is getting benefit from the fence. Vizelo Chaser, and it didn't cost Ruvain anything extra for, uh, for Shimon because Reuven was planning to do it for himself anyways and still we're saying because Shimon gets benefit he has to chip in with Reuven so again so let's read it again so if Reuven surrounds Shimon's field from th- three directions and built uh, a fence on three the three sides of Shimon's field and also Shimon does not need to Contribute, but Haravias, but if Ruvain surrounded all four sides and built a fence, which means that Shimon's field is entirely now infenced. I don't know if that's a word. Mechaivin also, so then Shimon would have to contribute. Shmamina ze nene vizelochaser chayev. Which therefore teaches that ze nene vizelochaser, Shimon's going to benefit. It's not costing Ruvain anything extra. Still, Shimon needs to contribute. To which we say, no. Shiny, awesome. It's different over there. We say no. The reason why in that particular case Shimon needs to contribute is because Ruvain's argument is, hey, if your field wasn't in the middle of my fields, I wouldn't have to put up any fence. I would just have one big field. I wouldn't need to pay for a fence in the middle of my field. The only reason why I'm, I need to put up this fence in the middle is to surround your field, which is inconveniently smack in the middle of my fields. So because it's only on account of Shimon's field that Ruvain needs to be putting up a fence in the first place, Ruvain <clears throat> asks Shimon to contribute to the expense of the fence. But it's not necessarily a, 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 a proof for Zenene Vizelochaser that somebody would have to pay. Toshma, come in here. Um, Rabbi Yossi says, Rabbi Yossi, Im omad nikaf vigider sarivis migadlan olav esakol. That Rabbi Yossi says that in the, in the first case, when Ruvain surrounds Shimon on three sides, and, uh, and, 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 which means that people are able to leave on, on the fourth side. So then, um, so, 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 oh, so, 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 if, um, Ruvain is surrounding, if Ruvain's field surrounds Shimon's field from three sides, and then Shimon says, oh, that's convenient. Ruvain did three quarters of the work for me. This is great. I'll just put up the fourth one. So in that case, again, Amabiosi says, Amabiosi, if Shimon, 
went to Gider Servius and he put up the fourth fence. He says, wow, thanks, Ruven. You covered three quarters of my expense. I'll just put up the fourth one. Migal and all of us are called. We say, no, there's no, there's no free, uh, no, there's no freebies over here. Clearly, Shimon, you benefited from Ruvain's uh, three fences that he put up. Split, split the expense with him. So, time of the Gider, Nikaf. So, the reason why Shimon needs to split it with Ruvain is because Shimon put up the fourth fence, indicating that he benefited from the first three. But, Hamakiv Potter. In Potter, implying though, if it would have been, this time we're saying that if it would have been Ruvain who put up all four sides, then Shimon would be Potter, implying Zenena Vizelo Chaser Potter. Shmamina Zenena Vizelo Chaser Potter. Shiny awesome to say no. That's also not a good proof because Dharma Didi Sagli Be Nitira by Zuza. Right, the reason why if Ruvain surrounds Shimon's field on all four sides, Shimon would not have to contribute to the expense is because Shimon says to Ruven, look Ruven, I would have put up a much cheaper fence. Therefore, I don't need to pay for your expensive fence. Um, so therefore, that is why Shimon is potter. But again, it is not a, a, a proof for Zenenev Zelochoser that one would be potter. Toshma, come in here. You hear the case? You hear the case? You have a two-story building. Shimon owns the bottom floor. Reuven owns the top floor. The whole building falls down. So now Reuven, who owns the top floor, wants to rebuild. So now the thing is, he says to Shimon, no, Shimon, I own the top floor. You own the bottom floor. Right? Reuven says to Shimon, Right, again, I own the top floor, you own the bottom floor. I can't build the top floor, obviously, until you build the bottom floor first. So I need you to get to get cracking. I need you to build the bottom floor so that I can then build my the top floor on top of you. Shimon's not interested. So Ruben says, All right, forget it. I mean, if you're not gonna build if you're not gonna build the first floor, I'll build it. So again, so Toshma, Habais Valia, if you have a, a two a two story building. Right, the 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 bias, the first floor, and the aliyah, the second floor. Shalshnaim, that they belong to two separate people, right? Shimon owns the 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 ground floor, uh, Ruven owns the top floor. Shinoflu and the whole the whole house fell down. Omer bala aliyah leval abayis. So Ruven says to Shimon, Livnos, Shimon, I need you to build the first floor so that I could build my second the second floor, which belongs to me, on top of yours. Vuena rotze. Shimon's not interested. Interested. So Ruven says, all right, forget it. I'm going to build the first floor. So Ruven builds the first floor and he lives in it. He moves in. Right? Ruven says, look, if Shimon's not going to build his own house, then I'll build a house. So Ruven builds a house and, and that's where he's living. Until Shimon pays Ruven for, 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 for his expenses. Right, so again, Ruvain wanted to build the second floor like it was before, and that's what he owns, the second floor. But in order to build the second floor, he needs Shimon to build the first floor. Shimon's unwilling to build the first floor. So Ruvain says, all right, I'll just build it. So he builds it, and he's living there. And he can stay there until Shimon pays him for his expense. Once Shimon pays him for his expense, so then now it's Shimon's, and Ruvain can then build you know, his house on top of it. Uh, Shimon pays it, pays Ruvain for his expense, and then Ruvain can now build his house on top of it. Yitzi Osov udimechayiv le balabayis hascharo lo. So we just said that Shimon just needs to pay Ruvain for his expense. You know, for for the costs that right, right, that 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 Ruvain incurred in building Shimon's house for him. But. Um, Right, 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 right. So Shimon just needs to pay Reuven for his expense, but he does not subtract from that amount the 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 the, the rent payments that you know Shimon's Reuven's Betson been living in Shimon's house rent free. Right, Reuven built Shimon's house for him, and then Reuven has been living there. And we're saying Shimon just needs to pay him back for his expenses. We do not subtract. You know, all rent for all of the months that Ruven has been living in Shimon's house that he built for him. 
So Shmamina Zenene Vizeluchaser Potter. So we see Zenene Vizeluchaser, right? Ruvain's getting benefit, right? He needs a place to stay. He's staying in Ruv in Shimon's place. Vizeluchaser, Shimon doesn't lose anything, right? Ruvain did everything for him. Right? The whole house fell down. Ruvain built his house for him. Shimon didn't have to do anything. So Shimon's not losing out. Ruvain's getting benefit. He's got a place to stay. And we're saying that Ruvain does not need to pay rent as long as he's staying there. So Zenenev Zeluchaser is Potter. No. Shiny, awesome, the base Laliya Mishtaibid. That so what does Rashi say? The Bayis Laliya Mishtaibid, I don't know, 1059 before Rashi gets wide. Shala Bayis Lispol Aliyah, that the that the ground floor needs to, you know, basically support the upper floor. Hilka Khadin Imzed Lader Bo. So therefore Ruvain is 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 entitled, I guess, to Live in uh, in the bottom floor, so long as Shimon hasn't paid for it, he's allowed to live there. The bottom floor needs to support the top floor. So um, okay, so that's why. So in that particular case, that's why Ruvain doesn't need to pay Shimon. But it's not a it's not a proof for Zenen of his Eluchos or Potter. Tashma coming here. Rabbiuro, my sister Rabbiuro. Av ze dar bechatsu chaveru shelomidaito tsarich. Rabbi Huda disagrees with the Tanakama and says that Ruvain would have to pay rent. So Shmamina Zenenev Zeluchaser Chayev. Therefore, that would be implying that Zenenev Zeluchaser is Chayev. Ruvain has to pay for the benefit. Shiny awesome. So even, even there it's different. Shim Shachrirusa de Ashyasa. No, the reason why Ruvain has to pay rent to Shimon is because. Ruvain built Shimon a brand new house. And now Ruvain's been living in it and, you know, wear and tear. So Ruvain's paying for the wear and tear, but that's not necessarily uh, a proof for Zenenev is Elochaser. Like, for example, if it was an older house where, you know, it's, it's not like he's blackening the pristine white walls. Um, you know, there was already wear and tear in the house. So then maybe Ruvain would not have had to pay Shimon. Shalchobe Rabami. So they asked this kasha to Rabami, no, tell me, Rabami, what's the halacha? If, you know, if Ruvain moves into Shimon's Airbnb, right, the, the initial question, Shimon has an Airbnb, but he's not planning to rent it out. Ruvain moves in. What's the halacha? Zenenev is what's the halacha? Amr v'chima also lo, umachasro, umayiziko. Rabami says, look, at the end of the day, what damage did Ruvain cause? Right again, Ma'asolo, what did Ruvain do to Shimon at the end of the day? He wasn't looking to Airbnb his place, he wasn't looking to make money. Machaso, what's Shimon lacking? Umayazeko, what did he damage Shimon? Let Ruvain get away with it. Rabbi Bar Abba, Omar says, Rabbi Bar Abba, Nisyashi, Badover. Rabbi Bar Abba's response was, look, we need to look into it. I don't know, we have to, we have to uh, research this halacha. And they followed up with Rebbe Abba. They said, "No, so what? What did you find? What's the halacha by Zenenev Zeluchaser?" Omar, so Rebbe Abba says, "Look, kule ay shalchuli vaazle. What are you asking me a chinek for? Ilu ashkeche ba taima milosh alachnalu. If I had epi, if I found the answer, if I knew what to tell you, wouldn't I have told you?" It my it my was stated of Kano of Rebbe Yochanan. This is Kano of Rebbe Yochanan. Says the name Rabbi Yochanan that by Zenenev is Eluchaser, he doesn't have to pay. Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Yochanan says Rabbi Abba, the name Rabbi Yochanan, Tzarich Lalos Lo Sacher. That by Zenenev is Eluchaser, he has to pay. Amr Papa, the Rabbi Abba, Lab Beferish Itmar El Michlala Itmar says Rabbi Papa that Rabbi Abba never heard Rabbi Yochanan say this explicitly that Zenenev is Eluchaser, he'd have to pay. But rather it was implied, or so Rabbi Abou thought, Abou, wait, what? That he would have to pay, right? Um, um, right, but, but um, uh, Rabbi Abou thought that it was implied that Rabbi Yochanan held that Zenenev Zeluchaser, that you would have to pay. The Tanan is willing to mention, not all Evan or shall Hektish, that if the Gizber, if the Temple Treasury took a, a, a stone or a beam that belonged to the Temple Treasury of Hektish, and he took it, so he said, Lo Ma'al, it's not Me'ila because, you know, he's, you know, he's the Temple Treasurer, 
and he's taking the beam for himself. So it's not, it's not, you know, giving it to anybody else. He had it before. He has it now. So there's no me'ila. But But if he gives the beam or the stone to his friend, and he gives it away to his friend, so then the gizbar, the treasurer, is, is, is violating me'ila. Bano'o, yes, being called me'ila, fine. Bano'o the soch beiso, if he built the beam or the stone into his house, hareze lo mo'al, it is not me'ila ad, shido tachter shavaputa, until he um, gets benefit, a shavaputa is worth a benefit from this beam that he built into the house for Amr Shmuel, and says Shmuel, when we say that when he builds into his house, he's potter until he gets benefit from it. It's if it's not if he like permanently puts it in his house, but like if for example there's like a skylight in the roof and he lays the beam on, over it. So he didn't actually build it into the house. So in that case we're saying he's potter. Was sitting before Abiyochan the Kamer and he says Mishmei the Shmuel in the name of Shmuel Zosomeris Adar Bechotzer Chaveru. That if somebody uh, that wrote that in the case of Ruvain living in Shimon's Airbnb, that Shimon wasn't planning to Airbnb, Shlomi Daito Tsarich Laloslo Socher would need to um, uh, pay, Ruvain would have to pay Shimon, right? Just like we said that if, um, uh, you know, the treasurer built this beam, just kind of laid it over the Skylight, and then he got a Shavaputa's worth of benefit. He needs to pay for it. Even though, like, the, I guess the other people, the treasury, weren't necessarily aware that he did this, right? What does Rashi say? Right, the last Rashi on the page. When he lives, when he, when he, when he lives under it, Chayev, he has to pay, he's Chayev for me. Even though he did it without the Das of Hektish, still he has to pay. So also when Ruven, you know, moves into Shimon's Airbnb, so Reuven would have to pay Shimon Vishal Sakle. And Rabbi Yochanan was quiet. Iu Savar, Midishasik Modele. So Rabbi Yochanan thought that since Rabbi Yochanan was quiet, it means that he agrees with, with him, that Zenena Vizet Lochoser, he would have to pay. Vloi, it's not true. Ashguche Lo Ashgach, Rabbi Yochanan wasn't paying attention to Rabbi because he, he didn't think that, 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 that this was relevant. Because there's no concept of hektish shalomidas, which is like zenen and vizelo chaser. No, everything's considered with das because it's uh, hektish is best and belongs to Hashem, and Hashem knows everything. So that's why he would have to pay, but it isn't a proof for um, uh, zenen and vizelo chaser. Okay, we're going to continue with this sugya tomorrow. Wow, that 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 daf was a mouthful. The first part of that was dafchaf on mesechta above a The first. Part of the daf was like some technical stuff related to Shane. Then we discussed that when an animal eats Mishusarabim, so he's part of for Nizakim, but he still has to pay for, for Ano, for the benefit that we got. So Amachok is Rabin Rava of, does he, does he, you know, if he ate barley, does, is, is the Ano based on the straw that he normally eats or just cheap barley? Uh, Rava says straw, Rava says cheap barley. Then we got into this great sugya of Zenena Vizel Chaser. It's an interesting sugya, right? If uh, Ruven gets benefit and Shimon doesn't technically lose out anything, does Ruven have to pay? We're going to continue with this discussion tomorrow. Friends, peace out.